Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on Newstalk. And let's stay with the technology theme. 18,000 jobs at Amazon are being cut while Salesforce is slashing 10% of its workforce altogether worldwide. The tech winter or tech wreck shows no sign of abating. Salesforce, which makes its makes office mes- the messaging system Slack, is due to move into a gleaming new office in the Dublin Docklands built to accommodate 3,000 people. So this issue is especially concerning in Ireland. Jenny Darmody is the editor of Ireland's technology bible, Silicon Republic. Good morning, Jenny. Good morning. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for joining us. What do you make of the Amazon and Salesforce job cuts? Well, they're, you know, the latest in kind of a long line of big tech companies that have announced over the last few months. As I'm sure you're aware, Meta announced around 11,000 job cuts last year. Uh, Twitter has cut about 50% of its staff. You know, there was Intercom. There was many others as well to join them. So what this is, is kind of a, a correction. I suppose they and, and many of the companies have admitted this themselves that, you know, during the pandemic, tech stock soared, use of technology soared. So they overhired essentially. And now they have to sort of correct that because the estimates that they had planned for didn't really pan out. So that's, you know, Salesforce in particular have said that they hired too many people leading into this sort of economic uncertainty, I suppose. And that's why they have to kind of roll back on those hires. Yeah, I, I kind of get why Amazon overhired because in 2020, when we were all locked down and sitting at home, uh, we all ordered like crazy online and you needed people to process those orders and deliver those orders, etc. Um, but some of the other companies um, overhired for different reasons. It wasn't necessarily related to sales, I suspect. Yes, yeah, so Shopify would have been another one like Amazon where you can kind of see the clear line there. But, you know, Meta is massively investing in their VR technology. I think they're still buying into the metaverse quite a lot, but they would have seen a lot more remote working tools being used. They would have seen a lot more, you know, potential for VR headsets and things like that. So there's areas that tech has been used more frequently in the pandemic that's not necessarily related to shopping and online sales, you know, remote working and using more tools like for example as you mentioned salesforce is in charge of slack and that's a remote working tool that would have seen massive jumps and even uh, things like zoom as well had a massive massive stock um increase because of the amount of people that just randomly switched on or suddenly switched on to remote working now, i mentioned the gleaming new offices that salesforce are going to move into in the dublin docklands i wonder whether 3000 people will be working for salesforce there at uh, this time next year yeah, it's hard to say for sure. And um, when many of these kind of job cuts are announced, there's no clarity on sort of country by country breakdown. And it depends massively on what companies want to do in terms of, you know, whether they're cutting, for example, 10% of all of their different teams or whether they're focusing on very, very specific teams that they're cutting, which could affect the country by country breakdown. So it's hard to say now how many people of the 10% global Salesforce will be cut from Ireland. Ireland has about 2,000 workers um, from Salesforce. Yeah, and Ireland has 5,000 Amazon employees. And the Minister for Enterprise yesterday, Simon Coveney, said that Ireland would not be a major target for those uh, 18,000 job cuts. Yeah, I think um, that can be a hopeful thing to say, but it's also... And a politically wise thing to say. Yeah, I mean, 
you know, the the figures were never confirmed last year when Amazon had, um, when it was revealed that Amazon would be making job cuts, but those figures were reported at the time at around 10,000. Mm-hmm. And now we see that they've gone up to 18,000. So I think it's it's very hard to actually say for sure. Yeah, what Amazon says is that we never confirmed or denied the 10,000 figure that was put mm-hmm. out by the Wall Street Journal, but they absolutely confirmed the 18,000 number yesterday. Um, can we move on and but stay with technology? I see that the Microsoft search engine, Bing, is going to adopt a clever new artificial intelligence chatbot called ChatGPT, which some are calling a game changer for Bing. Yes. So Microsoft, um, as far as I'm aware, still haven't confirmed this themselves, but there's a lot of reports going around and sources close to the matter, sources that are aware of the matter say that this is the plan. Now, Bing is the second most popular search engine in the world at the moment. Yeah, um, but but a country mile behind Google. A country mile behind Google, exactly. So they they have 9% of the market share. So considering they're second in position, that's a pretty massive um, drop from Google, which I think has about 84% of the market share. Mm. So I don't think this is, even if they if they go forward with this, it won't exactly overtake Google, but I think they're, they're hoping to pull away a bit of that market share to make them a bit stronger. Basically, um, the AI tool is called ChatGPT, and it's a very, very advanced um, chatbot that answers um, questions in a much more detailed way, in a much more familiar way, in a much more human way. Um, and it, it has been called a game changer a lot because of the accuracy of many of the answers. But there's also a bit of skepticism because they're not the answers are not necessarily always accurate, but they sound incredibly confident, incredibly real and incredibly true, which can lead to misinformation and kind of, you know, fooling people. Of course, confidence in the real world is often <laughs> often masks lack of knowledge. Um, someone cited an example of chat GPT in which they tried to catch it out by saying um, what the impact of the American uh, Revolution of 1770, instead of saying 1776, they said of 2015. And the chat GPT spotted the error and said, well, if the revolution had happened in 2015, the following would have been the case. Uh, so it, it, it kind of, it, in that example that I read, it spotted um, deliberate kind of bear traps, as it were. But uh, again, uh, it's should Google be worried? I don't think Google should be worried. Now, Google is working on its own um you know, similar kind of technology. It's not that Google is ignoring AI, like they have their own um, similar tool that they're working on called Lambda. And uh, last year, there was a good few reports that there was a Google engineer who actually believed Lambda to be sentient because it was so um, human-like, but that's very much like AI experts in the industry are very much like it is not sentient. It is designed to speak in such a human-like way that makes you think that you're talking to something that actually is sentient, but it is absolutely not. Well, spare a thought for those of us who use neither Bing nor Google. I, I use DuckDuckGo for uh, privacy and security reasons as well. So I'm sure that's a much less than 1% of the global market. Jenny, thank you so much for coming on. That's Jenny Darmody, the editor of Silicon Republic. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.